Welcome back. We are Collar and Elbow Wrestling. I'm Kenny Oak, joined with, as always, thankfully, the one and only Chris Harris. Chris, uh, it's been a it's been a long couple weeks for us, but uh, it's good to good to hear from you. Now you as well, Bubs. Good to be back here talking some wrestling. We this episode's coming a little later than it should be, but nonetheless, we're going to do it hard as we always do. Absolutely. You know, it's it's not my fault that you were selfish and uh, right. wanted to go celebrate a wedding of a close friend. Of but, ours? Uh, I'll let you have yours as well? Okay. Okay, well, I'm clearly unable to go to that wedding. Sure. You can but, just keep uh, using that same old excuse. Everyone will get tired of it eventually, but that's alright. I've, I've been able to use it for the last 18 months, right. but that is coming to an end, Bubs. This is... Uh, the second to last episode where I will be out of the country, where I will be in Afghanistan. So just two more, and I'm home. I pray to God that our internet connection, at least on your end, will get so much better, and these episodes it, will come of a higher higher quality content. <laughs> well, to be fair, I think it's been pretty good the last few weeks, thankfully. Well, yeah, thankfully. We- We've made it good, but you get back here, get you some good internet instead of that trash you're using over there, and then we'll be pristine. Yes. All right. Well, this this episode is coming out a little later than we would like, uh, but still, we want to get uh, get our thoughts out on what happened at SummerSlam and uh, talk about what's happened these last couple weeks since SummerSlam. So, uh, without really waiting too much longer, you want to go ahead and uh, dive in there, bubs. Yeah, Bubs, uh, both of us were, I, I think we both gave SummerSlam a chance, but we both knew we could be disappointed, and we we uh, really wouldn't let that catch us off guard too much because of the kind of the traditional booking of at least main card WWE and how it's not really too good too often, right? So SummerSlam was exactly what we thought it would be overall, and it was good in, good in places, but overall mediocre. When it comes to the big three... You're, or the big four, sorry. Uh, you're either going to get a, you know, star-studded extravaganza. Uh, you know, all, for the most part, big four are used to culminate uh, storylines. But SummerSlam just felt like it was, instead of the culmination of all of these storylines, it almost felt like the beginning of all of these storylines. You had matches like AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens. That was less about Styles versus Owens and more about the build-up of Owens and McMahon. Uh, you had some title changes that we weren't expecting, like Neville winning back the Cruiserweight title. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that just because Neville is you know, so good, but they don't even give Tozawa a week to uh, celebrate his championship. Mm-hmm. And you take it away on the pre-show. And speaking of the pre-show... Let's hit just, that real quick while we're there. Yeah, we have you, to. You, and you know what I'm about to bring up. Mm. Uh, just the the lack of an of a crowd in the arena for your IC champion, The Miz, mm-hmm. his match with the Hardys. Yeah, he entered to a damn near empty arena, and they didn't try to... They didn't do a whole lot of camera angles, but the ones that they did, it was very noticeable, and it was really sad. So I, I don't know what much to make of that. I was very disappointed that he let off the pre-show, of all things, and the fact that the IC title wasn't defended. match wasn't even good either, so nothing to celebrate there. I mean, you know the crowd's already going to be dead for the Cruiserweight Championship match just because of how dead the crowd has been for the Cruiserweight division in general. Uh, so why not lead off with the Cruiserweight Championship match? Why? Because you were there for WrestleMania in Dallas, mm-hmm. correct? And they they had an issue with that WrestleMania with getting people in on time. 
Right, yeah, we were like, 30 how minutes are they late from the still, gate. Yeah, how are they still having these issues? I wish I knew. I don't, I'm not sure why. I, I understand security concerns are one thing because they, were, they filled out the Barclays Arena, but, I mean, they need to be taking that, they need to backwards plan that a lot better to use an army term there for you, bubs. Use that one. Yeah, but exactly. They need to have, uh, if, if people are even trying to, planning on coming to the pre-show, knowing that, you know, the matches aren't going to be that entertaining, so it might just have been a lack of people ready to come in, too. Yeah. Historically, when we think of the pre-show, it's not all that exciting. It You really don't look forward to it, and it's very skippable. Mm-hmm. SummerSlam probably had their three best matches on the pre-show. That tag match was good. Other the Usos and the New yes. Day was, was hot. I don't think the Usos and the New Day can have a bad match mm-hmm. together because uh, they, they're they still having matches now even weeks after SummerSlam and they're still really good matches yeah. so that honestly that could have challenged for the best match of the night if it wasn't for that main event that we got yes which did come through the way we all were expecting it to so that was a that was a plus the pre-show was just in general garbage i gave it a chance hoping that we could see something cool as i always do but was disappointed yes and really i'll just go ahead and say this i was pretty disappointed throughout the night with this card uh like you said we we gave it a chance we wanted it to succeed Mm -hmm. but god i just and and i said it on twitter the entire night it just the entire night felt off just weird and just there's just a weird vibe to it it just did not feel right the entire night yeah nothing felt right seth rollins and ambrose versus cesaro and sheamus was a pretty good match i think yeah and i I mean out aside from that though the main event those are really really the only two i think good matches even aj styles and owens was fairly typical i think from what we were expecting especially with a guest referee type deal and well, I mean, it was the same match that they've had over the last two months. Right, there was nothing else to it. And so, and then, what's, uh, this This stuff going on with Rusev, mm. I, both of us are Squash. really into Rusev, yes. Yeah. Ten seconds. It was the only match of the entire card that lasted under ten minutes. Yeah. So I just want, I want that to sink in. I wish, Jordan versus Rusev I wish we really knew why it was a 10 second match I, really I mean we saw this week on Smackdown I guess it's felt like a continuation of the Orton Rusev feud yeah which I kind of don't any, no longer want just because of what happened at SummerSlam right and I think it could be a good rivalry because they're both I'm, fuck, they're both great but I don't know. I don't. Not at SummerSlam. No, I don't do it there. It's just that's trash. Uh, a couple surprises, other than the uh, Neville beating Tazawa. Mm-hmm. I was surprised that they actually put the title on Natalia. I'm, I'm on our prediction show. Pretty sure you called that. I did call that one. That I said I that would be her, her last yeah. big hoorah type milestone event that she'll win. I hope she doesn't win any more titles, but. <laughs> I don't hate her, it's just I think her time has passed is all. But interesting, yeah. And uh, not too impressive of a match either. But you were I know you were hot for big cast in the big show, Bubs. You were oh. really into that, right? And uh, with Enzo looping himself up. And... Jeez, okay. So let me talk about this real quick since you brought it up. Mm. The crowd were, were hating on the match. For the entire the yes. entirety of it, yes. Which I, I'm, I disagreed with because I thought Big Cass and Big Show were putting on you know a pretty decent match for, yep. for having two just huge guys in there. Big Cass, he he's younger, athletic, he can move a little little better than Big Show can. But you know I thought it was a pretty decent match for those two. But then the antics of Enzo just it took me right out of it. Yeah, I was I was never really into it, and it's a shame because I think Big Cass is going to be something big in a few years at least. He's got all yeah, kinds after of after he kills from this 
Yes, from, that, <sighs> from his tear. It's a setback. Uh, but the, the crowd was, they were anti. All this, They didn't like this match at all. They Definitely some, some internet fans out there because they didn't like that it was being booked, so they just wanted to boo on it for no good yes. reason, basically. And I didn't expect it to be a highlight match at all, but, I mean, Enzo slipping out of a cage and then catching, I think he caught a big boot from Cass, right? And he just yes. laid there dead. Yeah. So I guess I, he's still soaking up punishment from backstage heat in one way or another every time he's out there. And now we get to see him on 205 Live, Bubs. I'm ready for them to cancel 205 Live. <laughs> and I just I'm want done with I them. want all those, because there's some entertaining dudes that are on that program. I need them to come up to a different, to either SmackDown or Raw and be something relevant. On SmackDown. Sure, just... yeah, let's do it that way. But not don't you don't need a different, the, cr- no. the a lack of crowds on Tuesdays after SmackDown on 205 Live is just despicable. There's and no one there. I don't. Why have the cruiserweights? It, the logistics of it just don't make sense. Why have the cruiserweights on Raw, and then have them have their own show on Tuesday right after SmackDown? Yeah. Just incorporate them into SmackDown. I'm not buying you know, any more you, of it anymore. I, I was excited when they said they were bringing back this division. Mm-hmm. I was always a big fan of the cruiserweights, right. but they've. They've dropped the ball in a big way. And there's a lot of talent that play around down there that I'd like to see incorporated elsewhere. We both freaked out when Neville lost because we're like, that's a great thing. Now he can move up and do some mid-card title stuff, right? But We were so excited for Neville. Yeah, and for it to just go back to Tozawa, or from Tozawa back to Neville is kind of anticlimactic for me. Yeah, I I think that's a perfect way to describe what SummerSlam was. Hmm. Anticlimactic. For the majority like of the show, yes. It ended right. The actual it, ending it of the card was right, but everything throughout it and the build-up to it else. was... The was Finn Balor-Bray Wyatt match. Doo-doo. John Cena versus Corbin no. in a straight, clean match. How about that? Yes. Ten-minute program. And it's... I don't know what they're going to do with Corbin now. I don't know what the plan is. He's... And they're burying him pretty much on Tuesdays. Yeah. Renee Young, you know, running him down. I hope it stops. They should figure that out because he's he's shown he's a talent. So they just need to rework him, restart him some way or another. But I mean, he's he lost his briefcase, so that was a big slap in the face. (laughs) Exactly. More Uh, importantly, I really want them to figure out the WWE title scene now on SmackDown. Bubs, what are they? What are we getting? Am I getting Jinder and Shinsuke? Am I getting yes. Shinsuke and so, Orton? What am I getting, you know? All right, so SummerSlam, it wasn't the culmination of this rivalry. Uh, it was definitely the beginning of this rivalry. You and I both uh, sung the praises of Nakamura when we predicted him. We said, guarantee he beats Jinder. Yes, we I both know. sat on that. 100%. That was our one big guarantee. That, that was the one we're like, the that's, that's an easy, that's a lock. And then it's it, a, it was Finn Balor. And Nakamura were my two locks mm-hmm. for sure. When they get like a ten-minute or probably twelve-minute, it was something like that minute program for the yeah. WWE title. Like, what do we? What is yeah, that? Yeah, it was you know? clocked in that a sub eleven, eleven twenty-five. Oh, okay. And it one one coloss. Yep. Singh brothers come in, distract them, coloss, end of match. A typical Jinder Mahal match, uh, and it just. It just didn't sit. There was no drama. There was. It just didn't sit right. It felt weird. It was anticlimactic. So, Bubs, uh, we we both were okay with Jinder winning the title a few months back, right? And we've been okay yes. with him playing heel. So, right now, are you still okay with him being champion today and after the next pay per view for SmackDown? Well, if you remember uh, when we originally talked about. Uh, this match, you know, we both said, or at least I said, Nakamura wins, Corbin cashes in. Mm-hmm. And then when Corbin lost the cash in, started to, I, I mentioned how how much heat there would be if Jinder Mahal beat Shinsuke with the help of the Singh brothers. And I just don't feel like the heat is there on Jinder. 
Yeah. I just feel like the crowd is just instead of hating gender for retaining by any means necessary, they're just it's almost as if they're giving up. The crowd is. Not WWE. Right. WWE's still trying to, you know, build this gender mahal thing, but I just feel like the crowd's just giving up. They just don't care anymore. Are you still behind the gender push right now, or do you want to go a different direction? No, I, th- I definitely think it's... And, you know, I've been a big fan of this since he won that number one contenders match. Mm. Uh, he looks great. The title looks great on him. Uh, his ring work could use, you know... Significant you know, polishing. Yes. Okay. Uh, but I am not a hater of gender like mm-hmm. tons of people are. You, you can't go on what culture and not see them, you know, bash gender Mahal, which yeah. I think is unfair. But you know, now's the time to just kind of it, it's not it's not working. Now's the time to move on. Put the title on Shinsuke and have him feud with Orton. That'd be a, a really good first feud for Shinsuke with the title. Know, get a big win yeah. over Orton uh, to prove his uh, legitimacy and uh, make him look like a strong champion. Okay. I'm behind that as well. That, I, that's where I see. That's where I, I, see. I, I want Jinder to stay in the top card scene, though. I want his next feud to be with, if it's if it can be Orton again, then let it be Orton or let it be somebody else like a Styles or anybody in that upper echelon. If he's not going to be holding the title, make him work still. Let him... Like force yeah, him let to it do, be Rusev. Let it, you know, they were partners on Raw, and then mm-hmm. they had a falling out. Yeah. They're kind of partnering up right now. Just have them fight again. So I'm, of course, I'm behind Shinsuke holding the title. But I mean, I don't want Shin, I don't want Gender to lose the title just because I don't want him to hold it anymore. I want it to go to somebody else, but keep him still within that mix to see what he can do and progress further with these top card guys and see if he can come back and be the and get another title win eventually down the road. But I'm not a hater. I think Gender will he'll find his niche eventually and he'll he'll get another shot at the top, but uh I think this this one shot is it it's come to an end. I, I definitely think it's time to move on right. from it. Uh just like I think it's time to move on to uh what was probably the most the second most entertaining thing to happen during this card, which probably isn't saying much about it but when during the Sheamus and Cesaro versus Shield Knight <laughs> and Cesaro uh, interrupts the beach ball party yes he did he hated it he hated it I hated it I hated the beach ball thing but uh, I love Cesaro for just, it oh absolutely he just left the ring he, he did he tagged out and he took a hike it was great Cesaro is so good and I just don't understand what the brass doesn't understand like not only has in my opinion has Cesaro reached for the brass ring uh, so to speak like Vince likes to talk about you know reaching for that brass ring Mm -hmm. I feel like he's taken it pulled it down and has eaten it (laughs) that far Yes, okay. that's what I feel about Cesaro, and I just want to know what's missing. I don't think anything's what missing. They... It's a little bit of his promo work, maybe, because it's partially an accent thing that he has, but aside from that, I don't think he's missing anything, and it will be very interesting when they break up this Seamus-Cesaro tag team in the near future. I hope not, but when they do, to see what they do with Cesaro at that point. Because... When they... When Cesaro and Sheamus first teamed up, people were so mad because it was like, oh, they're ruining Cesaro, putting him in a tag team. He deserves a singles push. And it was just like, he, he's not there yet. And I, as soon as it happened, I don't remember if I was talking to you about this, but I wanted them to be a team for well over a year. I wanted them to be a tag team for, you know, up, up to two years. You know, be an established tag team because when you have these established tag teams of singles competitors, you're, you allow them not only more TV time, but a chance to, to shine in a new way and get themselves over okay. you know, in a way that they couldn't 
as a single star, and I definitely think this time has not only helped uh, Cesaro become a bigger star, but I think it's also helped Sheamus, too. So why didn't Sheamus become, or take take advantage of the time after he was a tag team with Tyson Kidd, and they were champions and established, he went on his singles run, why did nothing happen there? Cesaro, you mean? Yes, Cesaro. I just don't think he was ready. In the ring, yes. I just don't think he... Because, yeah, they were a good tag team, but they were a good tag team. A good in-ring team. They didn't really have much going for them outside the ring. This Sheamus and Cesaro pairing, they're getting a lot of time to let their personality shine. Mm-hmm. And I think that's doing a... Uh, a world of good for Cesaro for sure. And he gets the tag with a guy that's been at the top. Sheamus right. is a multi-time world champion. He knows what it's what it takes to not only be at the top, but stay at the top. And I think that works wonders for someone who hasn't quite gotten to the mountaintop yet. He's climbing. He's climbing his ass off, but he, he hasn't reached the summit. I agree. And like I said, after they break this thing up and he gets another shot in the singles world. I think that will be his opportunity and probably his only opportunity because he's not the youngest buck out there on the scene. He has a lot of indie years behind him. So he's not, although there are a lot of older champions right now in the WWE or top guys. So I don't know. I think uh, the upcoming storylines for him after this will uh, either push him or just kick him out, bubs. And I think that's what one of the problems that WWE has right now is that you, you look at the roster and you see all these new guys coming in. You're Finn Balor, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, those kind of guys. Yes, they're new to WWE, but they're not spring chickens anymore. All of these guys, Cesaro, uh, AJ Styles, uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, they're all in their mid-30s, mid to late 30s. AJ Styles just turned 40. Old. Yeah. And so Finn Balor, you know, people think like, he's the next big thing. He's 35 years old. 36 right. he's, years old. He's, he's been a thing before. Yeah. So they have all this influx of new talent, but they don't have a, a long shelf life. Mm-hmm. And that that's a big issue because all of these guys the internet says all these guys deserve a push, all these guys deserve world titles, but one, there's not enough time to go around two you know, you can't build these guys in a quick amount of time like quick enough to you know to beat their shelf life you know, father time always wins like they say Mm -hmm. and the bulk of these guys aren't going to ever get that chance because of their age. Guys under 30, you know, Bray Wyatt, Seth Rollins, you know, those guys, those are the future. Those are the guys that are going to be at the top. Uh, I just think these, I don't see Finn Balor winning world championships. I don't see Cesaro, unfortunately, winning world championships. I don't know if Kevin Owens is going to win another world championship. That's interesting, considering the title picture on, on what Raw it looks like right now outside of Roman, of course, and Braun. But uh, it was interesting. No, Roman, that's another young guy. You're right. Yep. He, he's going to be at the top for the next 10, 15 years. He should be the top guy for the next 10 years. Probably in probably two years from now, he'll be, he'll be the top guy for sure. Yeah. But, um, Once Brock leaves... Uh, yes. Samoa Joe, I think, is the next logical choice just because of the age thing mm-hmm. that we talked about. Uh, and he's turned himself into a huge star. So once Brock's gone, I think you give it to Joe, and then after that, it's Reigns and Rollins for the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. With pieces of Ambrose stuck in there, and Braun, unfortunately. Not for Braun, but Ambrose. No, on that side. no Ambrose, yeah. He'll be there, Definitely though. Braun. Give me all the Braun. So let, let's go ahead and talk about the main event. Yeah. The best part of the show. Really? What? A fucking match. 
bubs. This was a show. I was entertained from bell to bell bubs. I wish people could have seen the messages that we were sending each other. <laughs> Nonsense. I was, I was so hyped for this. As soon as Braun started to work on Brock specifically, I was like, they are now I... committing. It felt like they were committing to Braun, and they're about to make him a huge star in this world by having him wreck Brock Lesnar. Through two tables. Mm-hmm. And... They they carted Brock off. Right. And at that point, we were like, okay. And at this point, I really thought my prediction for <laughs> the Roman Reigns yeah. turn was going to yeah, be that, spot that gave, on. That gave it some light right there. I was thinking about that too. But as as Heyman was walking away with Brock, I was like, ah, oh, come on. You should stay ringside. Come back. Come on. Yeah, come on. <laughs> you need a new client. Yeah. His name's Roman He's going to get buried by Cena in a couple weeks. He needs you. Atypical, though, of uh, good old WWE here by having Brock be carted off dead and then to reappear to come back into the ring. I I know, and we should have saw that coming. Yeah, he couldn't Uh, just go out like that. No, Uh, but I legitimately thought it was just like, okay, they're about to take the title off of him, Mm -hmm. and there's no way anyone's pinning Braun. No. no way in hell he can't get Braun is getting pinned right but Nor- here. But Nork and Lesnar at this point. No. At least not yet, I think. But, uh, well, he will. He but, will, I think. Yeah, but it, this match really highlighted Braun and Brock for the most part. A little bit of Roman in there for shits and giggles, but not a whole lot of Samoa Joe mostly. Yeah. Uh, I was surprised that there was not a lot of Samoa Joe mm-hmm. in this match. Really, not a lot of reigns. This match was not really. really revolving around Braun and Brock, mm-hmm. the two Bs. God, he's such, just, a, he's such a star now. Of, of what? <laughs> uh, the Fashion Files. Oh, the greatest show on network television. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I look forward to it every week. But yeah, Braun is—he is the most over face. He's he's a face bubs. There's no way around it. I don't care what they're calling him. I'm cheering for him. He is the most over person on the roster, and I watch Raw specifically to see Braun. Oh, and he came when out on music hits, the next night. I go Braun. Oh, it's so good. It draws me in. Bubs, look how far he's what? come. I know. When he first showed up, I was like, oh, I don't know about this. I don't like it. He's he weird. looks very He's kind green. of fat. Very green. He's oh. gotten in tremendous shape since coming up. Mm. Like, he was he was huge, yes, but he's gotten, like, lean and just jacked. Put the title on him. Oh, yeah. Put the title on him, and I'll be okay. Like, honestly, two years ago, when he first showed up, did we really expect this we we both thought it like okay this is a this is someone that in the future wwe is going to try and push right based on his size he's right be, yeah he's going to be the next big show sure but he's not the big he's, show he is he's taken big show and just like kicked him in the balls mm-hmm. and it's just like this is how you be a big man if he ever gets Other than Brock, who's who's been a better big man than Braun? Mm, no, not a, not a better big man. Because because Undertaker, Kane, those guys were big, yeah. and huge, but they never really used their size. They were they were more traditional workers. Mm-hmm. Very athletic driven type of work. Yes, like Undertaker can put on five star matches. Kane can put on decent, you know, matches. He's got really good ring psychology and just knows the business. Braun is just a big guy. Mm-hmm. And he knows how to use that size to make himself look like an absolute stud. I wonder when we're going to see... So think of what the big show was in 96 and 97 when he was in WCW. Okay, yeah. When he was that, doing missile drop kicks. He was missile drop kicking from the top rope, right? And doing standing yes. drop kicks and sprinting and running and jumping and leaping over the ropes. That was an athletic exactly. freak. And Braun isn't necessarily like that either. He's very poised with his power and 
I can't. The more he, the more match work he gets, Bubs, he's gonna lose this because you can still see some of his green a little bit in the oh, matches yeah, like and when stuff. He, when he takes, when he takes shots, he like turtles up. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't kind of like uses his hands to cover his face. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's just that that takes repetition. That takes time. He'll get better at that. But you take, you know, forget about that, and he's put on some really compelling matches. He really and has. His, his series of matches with Roman were, in my opinion, probably the second best. Him and Roman has been, have been the second best rivalry in all of wrestling. Behind, of course, Omega Okada. Because uh, these guys aren't putting on six-star matches, but every time Roman has a match on a major pay-per-view, how hard do I mark out on it? How many times do I send yeah. you videos and pictures and just like, this is amazing. Yeah. And it, it all goes back to me when I really fell in love with, with Braun. And it's when I he was on the Stone Cold uh, podcast. Right. And I was like... That was a while Bums, ago. You, yeah. I was like, you need to listen to this podcast. Like, if you weren't a Braun Strowman fan and not many were, you will become one after listening to him talk. Listening to him talk about the business, how hard he he works. Like The big show, his biggest problem was that he became lazy. He became complacent uh, in the business. Braun works his ass off day in and day out. Like He gets it. And I think that's the deciding factor and why he's become the star that he is. Yeah, an eventual, an eventual universal champion, we hope, down the road, right? Within the next, maybe, month? Mm, I'm not sure. If, they're not going to pull the trigger at No Mercy. It's not... It's a trash I, review, traditionally, too. Yeah, so I'm not expecting that. But I do think without... A shadow of a doubt that Braun Strowman will be a Universal Champion. But it doesn't That's make sense. Doesn't it make sense that he's the one that beats Brock finally, though? I do think it makes sense. It makes all the sense in the world, which is why it's not going to happen. What's that, Bubs? It'll be Roman. I. It just. The, it's just not going to happen. It no? makes too much sense. Exactly. Okay. Roman had his chance at WrestleMania. That got kind of... He looked like he well. was, he had him on on edges, but then that match changed completely. So Roman is still a guy who Probably could... best cash-in ever. Roman is a guy who I think could legitimately pin Lesnar. Are we talking about Lesnar ever being beaten clean in this point, right? I don't know if that's... Yeah, that's... that's uh... I don't know if that's going to happen, but... Uh, Braun will have a chance. Yeah, that's why I thought this was a, this was the best time to take the title off of him without having him lose. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what their plan for the future is. So it'll be interesting to see for sure. Oh, I'll be excited. I will be watching No Mercy for that one. Hopefully yeah. the build gets better exactly. too. Because I mean, I'm, I'm, oh. I'm psyched now. Heyman always gets me going for it. And Braun just attacking Lesnar and during Raw has got me hyped so far. Yeah, and I'm just, I'm afraid, and, you know, being done with SummerSlam, you know, kind of looking forward to No Mercy, I'm afraid that they'll just have Brock win clean Mm. over Braun. Neither of them should be taking a loss right now. So, I just, I'm excited for it, but I'm not also... I can't have Braun losing clean now, Bubs. I won't buy that. But that's... I know. No, no, I can't. But you know that's going to happen. And there's no... I mean, there's no chance for any kind of money in the bank cash-in. Right. That's been thrown out. So... I don't know what kind of shenanigans that they could pull... I mean, do you think, is there anything you're thinking of? No, nothing yet. I mean, I can't imagine that there has to be some type of 
I say this every time in a match like this, but there has to be some type of interference or Heyman doing something to make sure Brock retains. Because I, I can't legitimately believe the, the build-up for Braun to this point in his career has been amazing. So if you have a guy like Brock squash him clean, not squash him, but beats him clean in the middle of the ring, it kind of takes a lot. It deflates that tire quite a bit. So Yeah, you definitely need it to be... I need something Stopping dusty. out of gas station to fill it up. Oh, so you're you're thinking like a dusty? I don't know. Give me a dusty in there. It's it's high time. Okay, <clears throat> I'm not too sure about that. Uh, how about let, let's jump into both of our? Well, I'm pretty sure it's both of our favorite title in uh, WWE, the IC title. Yes, it is mine as well. Yeah, and uh, big. Big news coming out of that with uh, Jeff Hardy Love it. winning a battle royal on Raw to challenge the Miz for the title. So you're loving that. Loving it. I mean, the I don't the breakup of the Hardys is what I think this is creating, so they can both kind of go separate ways, maybe feud with each other once again down the road. Well, I don't think we're I mean, in place for a delete at this point, though. Well, no, but clearly, clearly WWE still thinks that. Uh, Jeff is the big star. Of he's those two. he's the most entertaining of the two. Without wow, yes. well, when Matt Hardy is playing Matt Hardy, yes, he's the most. Jeff is the most I, entertaining. I I think even with the broken Matt gimmick, uh, WWE still just believes Jeff is a bigger star than Matt could ever be. And that, that's probably true, but the crowd reaction for the broken gimmick for Matt would be tremendous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that, yes. But, um, it would love, render any other Matt obsolete. Ah, ah, yes, obsolete. Yes. No, I love it, though, Bubs. I, I want The Miz to have legitimate challengers all the time. Jeff Hardy is a legitimate champion, in the IC realm at least, for sure. He's a like, four- or five-time champion, I think. So, yeah, he's also a multiple-time world champion. Yes, so he's well-established. And he's also 40, I think? Yeah, he's not young. But Let me see. I'm, I'm going to check real quick on that. I think that. He, yeah, he's got to be on the 40 range. So, But he's still entertaining. Since they've come back, They have their, their pace has barely slowed down a little bit from what they were 15 yeah, years he ago. Is, yeah. He is 40 right on. He just turned 40, actually, there it a is. few days ago. So this this could be good stuff, and I think the Miz can compete with anybody. The st- the styles here are very clashing, but it could lead to some good stuff. So I don't know if it'll mean a title change necessarily right away. What do you think? I I hope not, just because I want the title. I want the IC title to stay on the Miz until he gets sent back to SmackDown to feud for the WWE Championship. Okay. And I. I love Jeff Hardy. I think he was probably both of our, you know, top guy whenever we were growing up. Oh, yeah. Like when, Big freak fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I just – I don't want to see the title off The Miz just because I'm afraid of what happens for the title because we saw what happened when they put the title on Dean Ambrose. Mm-hmm went nowhere and it lost a lot of its luster I agree and with I the Miz the, the it, just, it, a, it fits right the fear it's not really that we don't think Jeff Hardy would be a good champion because he's done it before and he's done a good job but anybody besides the Miz is kind of a scary thought to maintain the intercontinental title where it should be like what kind of world are we living in where we're like the title being on someone other than The Miz is scary. Well, I don't think there's anybody that could do what he does, who's as good as him right now, no, that they could not. put down on that level. And that's just a testament to how good he's gotten mm-hmm. over the over the years. Uh, I mean, I thought he was decent when he had his world title run. I don't think he was world title decent, but... Me neither. If this Miz... And I said this last time. If this Miz was in the shoes of the 2011 Miz, he would he would be a multi-time champion without yes. a doubt. And that match would have been bigger with John Cena at that time. Oh yeah, 
but I hope he gets another chance because he's proven to be the, the best guy or an argumental statement of being the best guy on both brands that he's been on since the brand split and even before then. So I'm not sure. He's must-see. He is the most must-see superstar. Well, other than Braun Strowman now. <laughs> but he is... But over the... Okay. Over the last year, or since the brand split, let's say, who has been the most buzzworthy, the most uh, internet-breaking, basically, superstar other than The Miz? Well, the internet would say AJ Styles, but I would probably agree with you as a mark to say that it's been The Miz. Now, since we're on the subject of breaking the internet, do you want to go ahead and get into what could have been the the biggest like raw segment of... Possibly since in a the long CM time? Punk pipe bomb. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because that's probably fair to say. At least one that literally trolled the internet for, for days now at this point. Yeah, Cena and, still R- and Roman about. Reigns lit that thing on fire with a scripted promo that was very real. So I loved it, bubs. I don't give a shit if it's fucking scripted. I wanted to hear all of that stuff that they had to say, and it was very well done, especially by Cena. Oh, I mean... We've said it ad nauseum about how good John Cena is. And, I mean, honestly, there's no one that is better in no, the he, entire No, he's on his own level. Yes. In the ring, yeah, there's people better than John Cena. But the entire package, there's no one better right. at all. But, you know, so... They're putting him in this feud with Roman Reigns. High time it happens too. I I think it I think it it would be better served for a bigger show than No Mercy, but yes. yeah, definitely. I think this is this could be the best for Roman in the long run. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're you're putting you know who you're expecting to be your big star for the future. In, in the ring with your biggest star since Stone Cold, and I mean, in my opinion, Cena just Cena proved why he's the best, and just completely outclassed uh, Roman. Uh, Roman was clearly frustrated and you know had a couple slip ups, and mm-hmm. you you can't do that with John Cena because he pounced on that faster than. You know, you can say pancake. I don't know why that's the word. Yeah, that's not going to be the head, word. But, but uh, Cena but was... you see where I'm going with <laughs> yes, this? Yes, I do. <laughs> Cena's, Cena's attempt in the, in the uh, promo was so effortless, and everything he did just seemed so natural. And you really saw, like, why he's been the best and why he still is at the top of how easy he made that look and how difficult it was for, I think, anybody to be put in that situation with a John Cena... Not just Roman. Roman just happened to be the guy who, who ate it on Monday. But if anybody was in yeah. his place, it would have happened the same way. So you're going to slip up. You're going to not finish a sentence. You're not going to make it sound clean. You're going to say stupid shit because you're frustrated because somebody else is insulting you and you don't have a proper comeback. And that's what it what it really came down to. And, and it, it was so with good. Roman, yeah, I know. With Roman telling him to like, you know, shut up, John, it, it felt real. Like he was really... Mm-hmm. You know, telling telling him to shut up, yeah. Yeah, like, give me a second. I mean, of the people who have been in WWE over the last decade, I mean, as much as I hate to say this, because I never really liked this guy, but the only person who could handle or be able to handle Cena on the mic mm-hmm. is CM Punk. Right. The Rock and I think in that situation... Cena beat The Rock. Oof. Orton has tried Cena. several times, and Orton's not on that level. Punk has done it on numerous occasions, and Punk, he, he pulled his Punk guard, and he, he took out Cena a few times on some of their verbal fights. But other than that, there's nobody. Like, That's it. That's Cena's the put down Triple H. Mm-hmm. Cena's put down, like you said, The Rock. Sean Calling Michaels. The Rock out on 
national television mm-hmm. for Writing having his promo. Yeah. Mm. Like you said, Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels was never a great promo guy, but... No, but to put know, down legends in the ring verbally yeah. is, is a thing by itself. Exactly. And, you know, Cena is... Cena's a legend. I've said this on numerous occasions. Uh, if I had to make... Let's say we do another Mount Rushmore episode, but it's on the best talkers of all time. Cena's making that list. He sure is. Easily. Him and Flair are going to be top two. Right, those are those are the top easy picks right there. And it's it's not just the world title reigns that he's matched Flair on. Like, Cena has become the total package. He's become... Granted, he's never been the best in the ring. There's always been a handful of guys. He's so good. But he's improved at his age now that he's better than he was when he first came in. And that's that's enough for me. I could care that he's... I could care less that he's not a supreme technician like everybody may want him to be. But he's still the best guy. Absolutely. And he continues to grow and become better with age. And you can't really say that for a lot of guys. And a lot of guys who have been in his position... Uh, and I just think he doesn't get as much credit as he deserves. Hopefully he will, though. This feud is uh, definitely built for Roman, though. I told you right when they spotted this thing off, I was like, this is this is geared to get Roman more over in one way or another because he's still not at the pinnacle where I think the brass wants him to be. Even The crowd's always going to fight him for the rest of his career. But um, I think this oh, is... Oh, yeah, that's, that's over now. Like he, He's not going to ever be universally cheered. He's in Cena territory for sure. Unfortunately, but yes, he'll be great. Yeah, and I agree with you. I think Roman Reigns has a ton of potential, and I think that he really could become, you know, a huge draw. Uh, he has the look. He has the in-ring skill, and I definitely am excited to see what happens at No Mercy and the lead-up to No Mercy between these two. Well, do you know what I'm not excited for, though, while we're on the topic of I'm, things like this? Okay, I'm listening. Uh, another title change in the WWE Raw Women's World, from uh, uh, Sasha beating Alexa at SummerSlam to Alexa getting it back on Sasha's uh, first defense. Can we talk about... Yes, you do. Uh, you want to talk about this. The division isn't most, good. You know I love Alexa. Sure. She is my, you know, second wife. Right, legally, yes. Uh, of course, uh, she she's not aware of it yet. Uh, the papers have not been mm-hmm. uh, officially handed. Right. Yes, uh, you can't pay male people enough t- to do their job. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't like it. And you know, there's these rumblings that Vince McMahon wants to have these constant title changes, mm-hmm. like we're seeing with the Which SmackDown tag titles and the Raw Women's title, the Cruiserweight title, to drum up excitement over the mm. the content and the brand and I'm just I'm not excited. Uh, I love Alexa, but that title needs to stay on someone. I mean, this would be they're building to Alexa Bliss versus uh, Nia Jax. This would be the perfect time, put it on Nia and just leave it there. Let her dominate for eight months, ten months. Leave it there until you can properly build a face because you've destroyed Bailey. Bailey's wrecked now, yep. Properly build up a face who can take the time. Someone that can beat her at SummerSlam. Asuka comes back. Exactly, let her beat her at at, um, WrestleMania next year. Yes, because once that belt gets on Asuka, it's not going anywhere. It should stay there forever. But the gripe I had that I didn't bring up to you was there was no Charlotte Flair on the SummerSlam card. I don't I don't know what's going on with that. Is she injured? She's not. There's nothing no. there. Uh, yes, Bubs. Rick. He's been. That was after Rick. SummerSlam. Maybe something. Maybe, maybe there was something going on behind so, okay, the scenes. Yeah. So we... there's some. So there's some maybes. But why is she not highlighted as the best women's wrestler on the top brands? Well, because she is the best women's wrestler. So she should have that SmackDown title, right? She should have both titles. She should have both titles, I agree. But um, I'm not going to be interested again. And it sounds terribly biased, but I need her to be at the top. 
because she has proven to be legitimate and to put on good matches consistently and to be a top player. Without a doubt, she is the best female performer, both in the ring, on the mic. On the mic, yep. Uh, she's got the presence. People know who she is. She's a physical specimen. I just, I don't know. You know I'm a fan of the women's divisions, but I can't, I can't kind of defend it right now. Yeah, nothing. I need better. That's what I want. I want better. Unless they do what I'm thinking, and they just they put the title on Nia, and it sits there until Asuka comes up. They put the title on Asuka, and it just it parks itself right there for the next two to three years. No, I'd love that, and then we get to see some premiere. WrestleMania and SummerSlam matches out of her and 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 whomever insert female at that point. Exactly. Uh, all the women are getting better in the ring, and they could really put on some good matches. And they're being given the time, but their main eventing title was. changes are yeah. Mm-hmm. And but I'm just like you. I'm not a big fan of the constant title changes. <sighs> the struggle. Yes, but. What I am a big fan of is being able to talk to our fans. You know, talking to our fans on Facebook, on Twitter, on Twitter at CAE Wrestling, by the way. And you can find us on Facebook at Collar and Signed Elbow Wrestling. Uh, but yeah, get get in on the conversation. You know, we're going to be posting soon about this episode, talking about our thoughts on SummerSlam. Tell us what you think, uh, what you thought, actually, about SummerSlam and what you think about this this build-up to No Mercy. Do you think Braun Strowman's going to beat Brock Lesnar? Uh, I'm not seeing that, uh, but hopefully hopefully, sometime soon Braun does beat Brock. Uh, what do you think about these constant title changes in the women's division? Once again, we're not big fans of that, but we, we want to hear what you think. And share, share those posts, share our show, you know, because this is a completely fan-driven show. We've got no name recognition to speak of. Uh, we're just doing this, one, for the love of wrestling, and two, to be able to, to share with you and be able to grow the show together with you, the fans. And like I said, we do this, you know... For, for you guys, we do this for us, and we do this for the love of wrestling, and together we can make wrestling great again. <laughs>